in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You're invited to be seated. I have preached to senior adults whose best compliment to, them, to me is, I could hear you. <laughs> I've preached to congregations who are wearing a mask, and I can't tell you if they are smiling at me or frowning at me. I've preached to toddlers and preschoolers in chapel services, and have learned they do not listen to a word Father Mike says to them, but if I put a puppet on my hand, they know every single word that Jesus loves them because the little puppet told them. I preach to people who are drunk at the mission, and I've even preached to a few tipsy Episcopalians on Christmas Eve Mass. <laughs> One thing I've never done is preach to dirt or cows out in the pasture. But that's what our reading from Joel takes us to in the very first reading. Do not fear, O soil. Do not fear, animals of the earth. Joel is... A Joel is preaching a prophetic sermon to dirt and to animals. Rain will come to soften you parched lands. And you grazing animals, you will now be filled with green grass and the fruits and the nuts from the trees. Now that is an interesting congregation to preach to on a Thanksgiving day. This text seemed to open a reflection in my mind that I had not noticed in previous years. This prophecy is not really all that unusual for an agrarian people. The fertile crescent of the land of Palestine is completely dependent on the ebb and the flow of nature. If the early season rains do not come, then the seeds will not sprout. If the latter season rains do not come, the plants will not fruit. If the locusts come in to overwhelming numbers, nothing survives except the full stomachs of the locusts. If I were a farmer without pesticides or irrigation, I would likewise be praying to the God of nature and hoping to hear a good word of a prophet from my local group of prophets. What is of particular interest is God's offer of vindication for all who experienced the famine, the drought, the pestilence that Israel had suffered. The voice of the Lord indicates that it was Israel's unfaithfulness and sin that caused God to send the locust army and the drought. It was a sort of punishment for their negligence 
and abusing of the stewardship they had been privileged with. In our vernacular, they were receiving the just desserts for their neglect of being caregivers for God's creation. They neglected their responsibilities and were receiving a punishing hand of natural disasters from God. I think we distance ourselves from these kind of texts. In the Episcopal Church, we step back and ask, would God really punish Israel like some vindictive, small-case G God who gets his feelings hurt because they worshipped idols from another country? We are quick to say, that is not our understanding of God, and that is just their way of expressing grief that they did not remain faithful to the Old Testament covenant. But I think this dismisses an important insight about the very nature of being a people of faith and what being a community of faith is all about. It's about a heart of thanksgiving that embraces the meaning of creation and living in the world where humanity bears the responsibilities of caring for our world as stewards. The Genesis account gives humanity the role as caregiver. Not as an overlord to exploit resources, but to treasure the ground and its animals as needing attentive and gracious care. Humanity is a part of creation and bears a particular responsibility of stewardship because we can willfully alter its course by our decisions, or our greed, or even our exploitation, or equally with our care and responsibility of the soil and the animals. Did you hear what happened today? NASA launched a SpaceX spacecraft with one simple mission, to crash into an asteroid 15,000 miles away in order to alter its course. It's an experiment that could alter the planet Earth. What if an asteroid were headed straight to Earth? If we nudged it just one degree, either way, it would miss us and could potentially save hundreds of millions of people. I'm sure the dinosaurs would have liked to have done that 66 million years ago. And yes, if you're wondering, at NASA, we really do have a planetary defense officer. But the truth is, is that NASA is actually more concerned about how we have altered our planet by our lack of stewardship. From the climate report of 2020, NASA research has established as fact, 
quote, direct observations made on and above Earth's surface show the planet's climate is significantly changing. Human activities are the primary driver of those changes. If we were in Prophet Joel's day, the Prophet Joel might say, do not fear, O soil. Do not fear, you animals of the earth. Climate changes are a warning that a lack of stewardship of creation is taking its toll. Repent. Change your ways. Give thanksgiving for the wonders of creation. Give thanks with your words. But change your ways as an act of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not just about words that we say. It's not just a prayer at the beginning of our service. It's a way of being. A response to the blessings and the graces we receive from our Creator. Have we been given a bright intellect? Then use it to enrich humanity and not just enrich one's own prospect or income. Have you been given status at birth? Then use that influence to lift up others who do not have status. Have you been given gifts of hospitality or encouragement? Then spill that out beyond your own family circle. Have you been given a recycling program in your town? Then care for the community and reuse, repurpose, and recycle everything you use. It's an actually a gift of thanksgiving for the care of the world. When we take time to bring our own shopping bags to the store instead of using more plastic bags without thought. It's an act of stewardship to fill a reusable water bottle rather than disposing of another plastic bottle into the trash. It's an act of thanksgiving to walk those four blocks rather than take a car to the store right around the corner. They're all little things, but they are ways that we can be responsible for what we are called to do to be a steward, because we understand all of this is a creation that God has given to all of us. Thanksgiving is not just words, it's the way we live. We live a life of thanksgiving in response to what we have been given and what we're asked to care for. This thanksgiving is so much more than understanding, oh, two groups of people, one in desperate condition, made a relationship with another group. It's about us, our community, the soil, the animals, about a life of response for the responsibilities we've been given. We do give thanksgiving for all we have with our words, as well as our attitude and our actions. Amen.